Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Rundown. I am your host, Chris Fagan. We're going to talk a little bit about, well, Throwback Thursday is back again. So we're going to talk about one of my favorite movies, Freeway. We're also going to discuss a little bit about the upcoming Gen V that's premiering tonight. And the writer strike is over and we have a special guest returning back to the studio. Guys, I want to remind you guys, if you don't mind, please check us out on our podcast. And uh, look for us on uh, T3 Media Studios on all your favorite podcasts of, cho of choice, if you uh, don't mind. Uh, give us, uh, like, five stars. Tell me how handsome I am. And uh, don't forget to, uh, to be nice, all, as always. Uh, you can also uh, join the chat when you're in the chat. Guys, remember, super chats are appreciated and not mandatory. Just say, just say anything, anything on the topics that we're talking about. Keep it fun. Keep it live. Keep it fresh. And uh, follow us on all social medias if you want to become a member. We're going to be talking with our uh, member uh, group chat members, uh, a little bit like group chat members, our channel members. Joining me is, oh, I messed up the camera, but my bad, babe. Joining me today, let me start with Kevin. I call, hey, I call hey, him hey. babe. <laughs> Not outside the bedroom. Kevin, Kevin, the director, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Not much. Good to be back. And I actually see that my, uh, the photo you use is actually what I'm wearing. Right, yeah, finally. The beard and the I finally, finally got it. I finally <laughs> matched it up. Yeah, that was, I was so, when I saw you walk up the stairs, I was like, yes, finally got it, uh, got it correct. All you have to uh -oh. do is just say what you want me to wear, baby, and I'll wear it for you. Right? <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. Come on, come on, calm down. We can't give them uh, too much. Uh, also here in the studio is Mrs. Christopher uh, Fagan. That's her legal name. <laughs> hey, Joy, what's going on there? You, you, are, you are you just fed up with me at this point? I'll say Tab's not here to uh, get mad at you for saying it. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I call her legally because, you know, legally she is Mrs. Christopher Fagan. Legally. I thought I was. No, no. That's uh, like, okay. Anywho, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, not, let's not spread any, uh, any rumors, or are they? <laughs> and uh, we, like I said, we're going to talk about, as usual, guys, you know what we do here. We're going to talk some entertainment news, which is a few things that might be uh, trending out there. The first thing I'm going to talk about is uh, something that's uh, more closer uh, to me, but it's, uh, I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about that. But other than that, like, you, like I always say, we always talk about movies here. We talk about uh, the latest news that's going on in the world of entertainment, the latest stuff this week. And uh, like I always say, if you guys want to comment, on each topic we're going to throw it to you guys in the comment section or after if you're not catching this live you can always uh comment and i always respond to you either way but without further ado like i said i was going to start with the first topic is like it's an I, I put it on as an official uh topic oh i forgot it was going to throw it to you first uh it's it's not an official topic and uh, but I wanted to, uh, I'm, if anybody who knows me knows that I am a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan when I was, that was my teenage years. I'm an 80s baby, so they say that when you're a teenager, and you're, well, that's where your brain is, when your brain is developing your teenage years, that's usually the, the music, the music that you're listening to and the movies that you're watching, those are the ones that make the, the biggest impact on you. Those, that's the music you're going to go back to and default to when you're like, you damn kids don't know what real music is. Well, for me, it was Bone Thugs and Harmony. I wasn't all that uh, growing up into, into rap. Uh, was My mom made me listen to Sunny 99.1, you know, soft rock all the time. So when I became a rap fan, I'm going to go more into rap, I was like Snoop Dogg, things like that. But when I heard Bone Thugs and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, and I don't even know why it's not 
Why it's not displaying on here? What's going on with the lower third? What's going on here? Why is this not, why is this not on? What is going on? Okay, I'm gonna have to fix that later. But why is Bones not playing anymore? But when I, oh, because it's not looping. That's why. But when I heard Bone Thugs and Harmony for the first time, it just, it was just one of those things that, that captured me. So, there was news that the, one of the members, Crazy Bone, who is my favorite member, is in the ICU. Babe, you, you know a little bit more about this situation, that what he's going through, being in the medical field. What's, I mean, what's they, the situation I, again with it? You know, it was kind of all over social media Monday, I think, mm -hmm. Monday or Tuesday, saying that he was, you know, hanging on barely, that he had, was multiple surgeries. He was having internal bleeding from like a leaky artery and that they were having trouble getting it stopped and he was on a ventilator mm -hmm. um, and that he was, you know, it was very critical. Like from his lungs or something like that, yes. right? Okay. Um, I think he has an autoimmune condition called sar sarcoidosis. Okay. That forms like little granulomas. It was like little tumors. Mm. Um, little growths, we'll say. Um, uh, I don't know how long he's had because I don't follow. Them. I don't right, right. His brother-in-law, Lazy Bone, made an announcement today. Very similar along the lines of the Jamie Foxx thing. Like, look, yes, he's in the hospital, and we don't want to talk about it. Stop spreading rumors. Stop putting stuff out there. Mm. Y'all are just clickbaiting into things. When we want to speak on it, we'll speak on it. Respect our privacy. Right. We appreciate everybody being supportive, but but yeah, that's Don't, all we want to talk about. So pretty much try to stop them from jumping to conclusions. That's that's good too when comparing it to the Jamie Foxx situation because a lot of people jump to crazy conclusions I mean, with was, with that. So, so he's not even wanting to acknowledge any of the ventilate. He's like, y'all are clickbaiting into stuff. I don't. Right. We don't want to talk on it. We're just going to leave it at that. Yes, he's in the hospital. When we want to talk about it, we will okay. talk about it. Well, since, like I said, he's one of my, my favorite artists growing up. So just uh, for me personally, for, uh, for, me, for me, I just wanted to, uh, I'm going to give a quick rundown of what I wrote down as my, fa my top 10 favorite songs or verses from the uh, artist's Crazy Bone of Bone Thugs and Harmony, the greatest rap group of all time. By the way, the only rap group to have collaborated with Tupac and Biggie before they died. The only <laughs> rap group in the world to get both of those collaborations. That's right. History books, guys. God, God we need to, that's why burning books is bad. You got kids got to learn your history. All right. Here's my top, real quick, here's my top uh, 10. I'm going to start with an honorable mention. I, 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 I just had to do it. I'm sorry. This is uh, an honorable mention. This is not a part of it officially, but uh, honorable mention is a song that's called It's All Real in the, on their third album, The Art of War. It was his first, like, they did, so, all, all the members of the groups did their own solo songs, and that was his song. I, I appreciated that song because it was uh, the message behind it, the subtleness of it, and, uh, and, and the way it, it was just one of those songs that I could just sing in front of my mother. Uh, that she wouldn't get mad at me for saying, you know, like, murder and stuff like that. So I appreciated uh, him for doing a little, uh, a slow R&B-ish kind of, uh, of a song. But it was a, it was a very uh, nice song that, uh, 
that I sung, I sung way too many times. But officially, starting at my number 10, uh, is a song called We Starvin', featuring the rapper E-40 and Gangster Boo, I haven't said that name in years, from his, uh, his official solo album, Thug Mentality. The message behind this song was that uh, we starve as we chase the paper. Um, uh, pretty much, if, if you don't work, if you don't put yourself out there and, and do what you have to do in life, you're not going to make it in this world. So it's been, one of the lines that always stuck to me was, if you can't pay for your life, you're going to vanish. So that, was, uh, that song, it, uh, it hit me uh, real hard when I was young because I was like, yeah, got to get out there and hustle. Stop being a deadbeat. And then, uh, but now my wife is like, well, then how come you never cut the grass anymore, Chris? So, that's, so I didn't listen. But at number nine, Take Your Time, uh, on the first Motha Family Scriptures album, that was the first time I ever heard one of these uh, members of Bone Thugs and Harmony doing an R&B uh, song. And uh, of course, Crazy Bone uh, uh, crushed it. I didn't even think that they were into doing songs like that. And he was the first one out of the group to do it. So uh, Take Your Time, I forgot the name of the group that he sung with but um, I, I still remember the video. One of the messages from it was, uh, I never spit game, I always shoot real. That's right, kids. Learn from your uh, local uh, rappers. At number eight, Ghetto Cowboy, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony doing a, a, a Western music video. And uh, I, mean, the, I, I mean, the whole, uh, the hook was, I think from a you better count your, who sings that song? You, uh, you know how know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Who is that? Kenny Rogers. Is that Kenny Rogers? I think so. That's I, the, I know what song. And that's about. what the hook was. Uh, that's what the song was featured on. It was a "You Better Count Your Money." So that 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 was one of my favorite songs uh, coming up. Number at number seven, uh, "Shoot 'Em Up" was uh, on the Great White Hype soundtrack. One of the best verses. I've ever heard in my life was uh, that was uh, crazy verse on, on that one. I won't get it. I'm trying to fight the urge to, to sing. And I know everybody's going to be like, shut the hell up. But I'm going to I'm, I'm just trying to fight the, uh, the urge. Now, one of the songs that my mother hated me for Number six, Mo Murder. Mo, I'm sorry, Mo Murder. 1999, East 99, Mo Murder was uh, one of those uh, slowed down, chopped and screwed hooks where the guy just repeatedly, Mo Murder, Mo Murder. I, talk, I said I wasn't going to sing, but I did it anyway, my bad. Uh, but uh, the way he started that song, that was one of the best songs I ever heard in my life. It, that, I, I destroyed that CD listening to that. Number five, Thug Love featuring Tupac from The Art of War. Um, one, of the, one of everybody's most, uh, people to this day, this is argued if that's not the best uh, song by Bone Thugs and Harmony, but it's not. I, I love that song. I like I like Tupac's. Uh, even though his style wasn't similar with Bone Thugs, they rap fast. He rapped, you know, at, like slow, but he made it work. I didn't think it would work, but it did. It was one of their best songs. But at number four, I have the one that they did with uh, Notorious B.I.G., uh, Notorious Thugs, because it was just it was a club banger, man. That that song just everybody uh, danced when that song came on. At number three is most most everyone's favorite. It was but my number one for years, The Crossroads. Everybody, I mean, come on, you, you know The Crossroads. Everybody knows The Crossroads, even if you're not a fan of Bone Thugs and Harmony. Even Kevin's in the shower going, I miss my Uncle Charles. Y'all, right, Kev? Right? No? Not, not happening? No? Okay. All right. I thought I was, uh, yeah. I was like, I, I was assuming. Uh, but uh, usually everybody's go-to Bone Thugs and Harmony song. Uh, I have that at number three. At number two, I have... 
uh, song that he did with, it was featured on Little John's uh, album with featuring Mystical and uh, Crazy Bones, to, to, I think was, everybody agreed that he had the best verse on a song called I Don't Give a Bleep, but you know, this isn't a, a censored show, so it's fuck. <laughs> but uh, that, that verse uh, that he gave on that one, it, it totally killed it. You don't, you don't put a person on your, uh, on your album unless you know he's not gonna make you look bad. Luckily, Lil Jon is more of a producer than a, than a rapper, so I mean, you had two of the best to ever do it featuring on your, on your album, Lil Jon. Number one, my favorite verse from Crazy Bone comes from the, uh, the song, It's the First of the Month. He opens up the, um, the, the song with, uh, we're having a wonderful day. And when I heard that, I remember when the first time I heard that song on the radio, I, my friend Jason Rodriguez, because he, he knew I was a big Bone Thugs and Harmony fan, he was, I was waiting for that second album to drop. And then when it came up on the radio, he, he called me over uh, and because he, he recorded it, he played it in front of me. I was sitting in front of his stereo, like just listening to it, and he was just watching me like I was some freak. Like, what the hell? Because <laughs> I was literally, my face was in front of his his stereo, just listening to it. And I, I rewound, I played it so many times over and over again. I don't know, but that that goes down as my favorite of all time. Now, this isn't this list is just mine. I want to know what your if you're a Bone Thugs and Harmony fan, if you're a fan of Crazy Bone, let me know what your top. 10, 5, 20, whatever it is. I could do a top 100 if I wanted to, but I, that's my top 10. Guys, let me know what yours is in the uh, comments below, or if you're watching live. If you're a fan of Bone Thugs and Harmony, let me know what your favorite Crazy Bone album uh, is. And real quick, before I move on to the next one, he said, Meth he said Method Man also, he said Method Man also rapped on both Biggie and Tupac uh, albums. Are you sure about that? Or, may, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm uh, maybe that uh, the the history book shows that Bone Thugs was the only rap group that had featured both those artists before they were killed. But I think you're right about Method Man having both Biggie and Tupac on it. But are we sure that not one of those songs weren't after they died? Because from what I remember correctly, Bone Thugs was the only one that had both Biggie and Tupac in the studio live while they were alive. So I'll look up in, into that. But uh, but thanks uh, our JR, uh, JR, thanks for, uh, I'm gonna look that up. But that's my list, let me know yours and let's move on to the official first uh, topic of the day. Babe, what do we have? What is in the tentative WGA deal? Uh, the proposed contract covers AI and pay and I don't know what else. <laughs> Whatever they wanted, I guess. Yeah, the, uh, the, the AI deal, the writer strike is over, the, uh, the the uh, actors strike continues, but hopefully they're getting closer. Yeah, we, 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 uh, we got to do before I get into the breakdown of what the deal partially includes. Like, what do you guys think about this? What do you, uh, Kevin, let's start with you. What do you think? Well, I've only seen one writer's strike uh, before this one. And this was when the time uh, Scrubs was on. So this was back in the uh, early, early to 20, late. Yeah, 20 teens or something like that? Early 2008. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a really long one. Yeah, okay. so that one I remember when it happened because <coughs> Scrubs had a very short six, uh, no, no, seventh season. It was like 11 episodes. Yeah. And a lot of the shows were kind of like suffering because of that. So um, I'm like, okay, sweet. I'll have to see this again. And lo and behold, like I'm in my like late 30s and I'm seeing it again. But... I'm glad they were able to kind of get this situated a lot more quickly, and it, it seemed like they were asking for was realistic, yeah. and uh, not that hard. So I'm glad they were able to do that, and hopefully they'll be able to sell the actors uh, strike soon uh, too, because a lot of us are hoping to get our shows back. For yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the return of the rookie uh, 
on ABC because that like I love me some Nathan Fillion, man. That's all. That's what like that. I'm still I'm still wanting to get into that. That's every every clip of that show that I see on TikTok or something that cracks me up. That uh, that one where he was walking by the garage and the guy was messing with him singing uh, that sexy cop song and the daddy cop walk and his daddy cop butt. Oh, I was like, this show has is, is got to be funny as hell. I got to watch it, this it's show. A, it's a comedy. It's a drama. It's a police procedural. It's got everything that you want. But um, the writer's strike, I'm glad that they managed to get that settled. And I'm, I'm happy that both um, the people that were striking as well as the students were able to come to an agreement uh, that would benefit uh, both parties. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think? What's, what's Now that the right strike um, is over, what you're looking forward to? Uh, I mean, it's fine for the moment that the actors haven't resolved yet because mm -hmm. the writers have to write something first right. before the actors can do anything but they still need to hurry up because it won't really matter if they've written something because they won't be allowed to act it yeah the they're like if 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 they can get this resolved fairly soon they may be able to get the shows back on by like january right i'm okay with that uh, like honestly if it means they're like trying to salvage at least half of a like half of the season because normally what they would do like with any tv show is they would start the beginning of the season like basically when school starts mm -hmm. normally and they would end it the fall summer, season yeah when mm -hmm. they would end it you know the season when the summer begins so i mean it's fine if they can do like half a season that's that's fine but or if they want to just do a new way of doing it like begin the season in january <laughs> and end it in the fall but uh we gotta be realistic. At least, well, probably, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe for this year, maybe. I think they've done that before. Like, maybe during the last strike, they, the shows the has to strike, start. it ended, everything ended way early. Okay. And, you know, it started regular. It was in, you know, September, August, whatever. But instead of ending in May, mm -hmm. things, like, shut down, like, March. Yeah, they were just, like. February and March, they were, like, done. Mm. Yeah, they just ended everything and just straight up. And I was just like, oh, come on. We that's not a full season. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah, it's gonna hit us somewhere. Like, uh, like you said, uh, either seasons are gonna start getting cut, uh, and then I hope they just don't make. I hope this doesn't make a new uh, status quo or, or or whatever the term is moving forward. Like, uh, every season on network TV is only gonna be uh, five uh, five episodes. Well, it's just now barely gotten <laughs> back because I mean there was like COVID. Yeah. Short. That's what I was thinking about. Like COVID. Two seasons in a row, things were like instead of the normal they. Previously, prior to COVID, mm -hmm. seasons were like 24 episodes. Yeah. COVID happened, and everything... We started... Suddenly, you had a couple of seasons in a row where everything's maybe like 18. Yeah, we started adopting the, the British model of a season. It was pissing me off. And then they <laughs> just barely kind of finally got back up to like 20. Yeah. And we're still not back to the, the old school 24, but... We're, we're, we're just now getting back up to about 20 episodes. So. Hell, hell, Thundercats had like 99 episodes in one season. We can do this. I'm just saying. I mean, it's possible. But uh, our ridiculousness was has like 100 episodes. I'm like, yeah. what season? I don't even know what season this is. They just keep coming. I'm teeth. The but real quick, I wanted to run down the what the writers negotiate, what they what they got. Usually in a, in a negotiation, you want both sides people always say they want both sides to be uh, to come away a little happy but what usually happens is both sides come away a little bit upset as long as both sides are uh are a little bit upset that means that they that they gave uh it gave in to what the other side uh, wanted so that means the negotiations went well if both sides are a little bit unhappy and we can, but they can live with it and move on so real quick here's some of the things that the 
that the uh, writers got. Let me go to let me go to this file real quick. There it is. Okay, so some of the things that the writers got are okay. What am I doing here? I'm clicking on the wrong stuff. Starting with I don't want to accidentally put up another Bone Thugs and Harmony thing. Uh, here we go. Okay, pay increases and audience data. And you guys can't see what I'm doing unless I do this. Uh, minimum weekly pay for writers will increase more than 12% over the three-year duration of a deal. Uh, number two, a feature-length project made for streaming with a significant budget will increase a 26% increase in the residuals. Series and films viewed by 20% or more of the services uh, domestic subscribers in the first 90 days receive a bonus that was the one that stood out to me the most because i mean kevin let me get your your opinion on this 20 percent of your domestic subscribers in the first 90 days so right right now you're already on a time crunch you if we get certain amount of clicks and views for the certain show that you've written in the in 90 days then you get this bonus but after the night, if it doesn't hit that mark after the night, it's tough titty. What do you what do you think about that deal? I think it's fair. Like, I mean, let's take the the One Piece uh, Netflix show that came okay. out recently. I mm -hmm. mean, that show did really well. Like, mm -hmm. let's put it this way: if they, uh, if that deal counted for that One Piece show, you think that would writers would have gotten probably paid. got it. They would have been paid big time. But yeah, no, it, it just it, uh, I think that's a, it's a I think that's a fair deal. Like honestly, whenever my YouTube channel does well and it gets a lot of views, right? Uh, you know, I get paid. Almost the same concept, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, no, like uh, aside from that, um, the more views you get, like the thing is with YouTube, it works the way like the, every view uh, people get. There's like an ad going on with the and views, it, so mm -hmm. you get a certain amount from that, you know, from that, you know, from that view and. You tally all you tally all the videos together, mm. and it shows more and more. So right, yeah. the what, what, do you think that it leans itself? It's it lends itself better to wh what about the the streaming services that don't have as many subscribers as others? Like if you did if you were a writer and you wrote a show a hit show for uh, Netflix, which has the most subscribers overall this deal might that that deal might activate easier than say a i don't know what's what's a what's a lower one maybe an apple tv plus show even though the quality might be the same but if they if apple tv plus has half the the, the subscribers that means that's half the chances of people clicking on it what they're saying is to them that part's irrelevant because if they're already not getting that many watches that's not what they're concerned about they were concerned about the fact that the big ones, the Netflixes, mm. were getting all these views for years, and then they get a check in the mail for like a nickel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hold up, like, wait a minute. But you, see, but you see what I'm saying with the question though, like, would you, be, if as a writer, wouldn't you be more, wouldn't you be trying to knock on the door and getting a your your project your your script into Netflix, which has the most subscribers and the most chance of hitting that mark, or what do you? What do you but Joy, you said you don't think it matters. I mean, if it's not getting, if it was never getting views anyways, and it doesn't really change much for them. They mm -hmm. were concerned more about things that were getting lots of views and they weren't getting paid for all those views. But what do you think, Kevin? What do you think about, about that question? I can agree with that. Like, I, I think a lot of people are upset is that, you know, Netflix and other streaming services are the ones that are truly benefiting from these views yeah. overall, you know, like 
they're like they're not sharing within uh, the wealth of what they're getting. You right. Know? Uh, like, well, they argue that they don't get that much from a view. They only get the money from new subscribers, and that's what they're basically. It's not like network TV. It's different. It's a, that's why this whole negotiation kind of kind of started. They were like, well, we don't have to pay you the way we would normally pay you on network TV because this is streaming. And then the argument was because we don't, there's not that many advertisers as it would be on net, uh, network TV because we only get money when people subscribe. And right, but Netflix still paid somebody, ABC, Sony, whatever company, to yeah. be able to air that. And that company got a big, that, that company paid a, a, you know, got a big check to be allowed for Netflix to use to it. Send the, yeah, to send it, yeah, to get the rights. And the actors mm -hmm. are going, we didn't see any of that. You're right, but but that's that exactly. But that was and that was the producer's point. That but that's a whole different kind of a of a deal. Like it's, this wasn't an advertiser when we put this on a on network TV and an advertiser paid money for this to be uh, to advertise during this show and then we can give a piece of that to the writers and the actors and residuals. This is a streaming service who just bought the rights to to play it on their uh, their streaming platforms and there's no there's no commercials in between in most cases. So technically, since it's not TV, we don't have to, you know, pay for that. And then like you said the writers were, were pissed that we're not seeing. Because like, they weren't necessarily saying Netflix owes us money. They're saying, you know, the big, you know, the ABCs, the CBSs, the whatever the producing, the company's names are. Oh, that, oh, that, oh that money. And they were arguing they that they didn't because. because yeah. they, they got paid. But yeah, the producers are arguing that they, they don't because. Uh, like Netflix would, would argue that, I mean, Netflix loses a lot of money for buying the rights to all those shows. It, it helps them, but it also, it's, it's a money loser for the most part. And I'm not, before you guys try to come at me, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not defending the, 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 the producers or anything. I'm not, uh, like, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, reporting to you what, uh, what they say. But, but yeah, no, those are, those are good points. And, but there's the argument back and forth. I'm glad they came up with a, 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 a middle ground, but I could see what they were saying on both sides. But another uh, thing that came up was the artificial intelligence argument. Uh, AI cannot write a, or rewrite literal, uh, literary material, the WGA uh, summary says. Number two, a writer can choose to use AI if a studio approves of its use, but a writer cannot be required to use AI. And then the agreement does not prohibit studios from training AI on writer's work. That confused me. The first one, AI cannot write or rewrite literary material. But the third one, the agreement does not prohibit studios from training AI well, to you write know, it. AI, artificial intelligence, it learns. So the more stuff you put into it, the better it, it writes or does whatever you've asked it to do. So they're just saying, we know we can't put that work out, out. for the public to see, but we can at least start- Keep feeding the machine. Right, so that if one day we do be allowed to it, use it, right it's there. in good shape right and, there. It, and it's already set to go. That's exactly what it is, yeah. When we can, when we can bypass this new agreement, well, we're going to make sure the AI is, is strong. Do you, what do you think? That's the conspiracy theory. In my, I, I think the, that's 100%. The, the way it's, the way, at least I see it for AI, cannot write or rewrite literary material. It's basically when the studios don't use the writers and just be like, we'll just do, we'll just have AI do it instead. Like, mm -hmm. but with the other two, the writer can choose to use AI if the studio approves it. So mm -hmm. as long as the, it's like, it's like autopilot. 
yeah. sense. With autopilot, you have to have a pilot still kind of overseeing the autopilot's controls. Right. And um, the agreement in like that's one the agreement. Oh, does bring not the mic closer to a bit, a little bit. Oh, sorry. Oh, just wait. Sorry. The, the agreement also does not prohibit studios from training training AI on writers' work. So right. basically, from the way it sounds like, if the studios w need writers. They cannot, like, if let's say they don't have a writer on staff or, you know, available, they just can't just do AI and hope for the best. No, they have to have a writer involved in the writing in process. In the process. Exactly. Yeah. Like, whenever a Photoshop, like, whenever an uh, editor in Photoshop, you know, like like myself, I sometimes use, a use AI, mostly just to get rid of certain blemishes, like a giant zit on the forehead or something. Yeah. Like, obviously, I could do clone tool, but AI has such intuition that it makes it look much more natural and, and whatnot. So okay. I think they just still want it to be... AI to be run and operated by the writer itself, so that way the writer can still have some control over what is being, what the content is in, in the writing process. I'm curious, because it wasn't, all, everything that they agreed upon wasn't uh, given in this article, but I'm curious if one, I remember one of the things that they were gonna uh, argue for was awards. Like if AI is involved, then you, that show can't get an award for, uh, for best writer or something like that, because I mean, you know, it's you know, it's a tool, and and, and it, unless I mean, but I, now I'm wondering, is it going to be changed now? Because if a writer is involved involved in the beginning, and then you use the AI to like with, like clean things up or finish it, or and so I'm, I'm wondering, because I remember that being one of the arguments. What what do you think about that? Uh, that and as far as the award process, does that a show or movie deserve a, a reward for writing if AI was involved or to a certain percent? I think if AI is going to be, if they're going to be able to give awards, AI can. The way I see it, AI, if AI gets rid of certain like you know blemishes, like let's say uh, grammar errors, or you know just cleans up certain parts of it, but still a lot of the, the like let's say if AI like the, the touch-ups AI does mm -hmm. is only about five percent of the work, the rain, the remaining the majority the ninety-five percent was the writer. writer yeah. I think they that's so you think it should be on a percentage scale like exactly like let's say if anywhere near fifty percent no reward. Exactly, because otherwise it's just lazy writing. Like <laughs> until the, yeah, until the yeah. Oh, I I didn't say that. Only Kevin said that. So when the machines take over, I didn't say that. That was Kevin. Oh so. yeah, no. Like <laughs> the thing is, like a a writer Skynet. Work, uh, like a writer's not a writer if he doesn't do the work. Work. Mm -hmm. That means putting your butt in the chair. Yeah. And just clickety clacking getting, on the computer. Getting that typewriter out. Or on the typewriter, mm -hmm. or or just writing, you know, freehand. I, either way, the writer actually is supposed to write. Right. If he wants to use AI to fix some, you know, grammar errors, because let's face it, we're all going to have some grammar Grammarly, errors. Grammarly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then that's fine, because at least then it'll get rid of certain things and make you sound a little bit more smarter than you probably are. But if you did the whole book or the whole script and then you go, uh, chat D GPT, how should this story end? Like you did everything but the last two pages. What do you think? Write your ending for you. I, I think the ending has to, I think everything has to come from the writer. Yeah. And at AI, least, at AI, least the beginning, AI, middle, AI, and end. AI, I think <laughs> AI, like, basically, like I do with my photos, should just be used to touch up certain yeah. uh, blemishes here and there, but not do the overall work. Yeah, that of, makes sense. Know, of, the, of the writer. No, that makes sense. Uh, but oh, last but not least, uh, last part of the agreement that from this article, I know this is what this wasn't everything, but this was uh, working conditions. Employee, em, 
employees uh, employment of uh, at least six writers related uh, employees on a series that runs six episodes or fewer employment of at least nine writers related employees on a series that runs 13 episodes or more uh, writers get at least uh, 10 weeks of employment in development rooms uh, and, and I don't know all of these terms so uh, this is obviously something that was important to them but I don't know what that uh, really means and uh, early phase and, and development rooms in early phase and 20 weeks if part of post green light uh i don't know all the lingo if you know anybody else knows what most of that means i i don't know all the lingo but i'm like, glad they well, got if, they, light, if that's I mean, what they I'm wanted i'm glad like, they got it uh they're talking about like a, a new sh like a pilot like a, a green uh -huh. you know they only will do a so few episodes. yeah i know a green light yeah i mean so but uh those, but development room they're just saying like they get a certain amount of time when it's being developed in mm -hmm. just those first few episodes and then if it gets picked up greenlit for all the rest mm -hmm. they need to allow them extra weeks of time to get the rest of those episodes or whatever it is they're doing okay well like i said i'm glad they uh, they got it any uh any any other any other thoughts on it yeah i think we, we covered it it seems pretty normal i mean like i mean you know employment of at least six writers writing on a six episode or fewer i mean that seems pretty fair yeah and i think uh, as well as for employments of at least nine writers on the 13 episodes or more. I mean, that's a lot of writing, especially if it's a hour-long show. Yeah. I mean, you need to have as many people in the writing room as possible, so that's going to guarantee a lot more work, and that's going to guarantee a lot more stable income. As for writing, you know, writers getting at least 10 weeks of employment in development stage, I think that's a good amount of time. That's at least two months' worth of time, but mm -hmm. 20 weeks, that's... Um, that's a good amount of time right there. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a good, like, a third or a fourth of the year right there. Yeah. So that, yeah. th that definitely gives the writer a lot more time and a lot more resources, uh, especially. Like, it would be great if they gave them benefits, though, or at least some kind of way to do that, but uh, better something than nothing, you know? Yeah, like benefits, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, like, like talking about insurance uh, yeah, side of it? So they do, but in, in SAG and in... Um, I don't know. If I, I think I heard about in SAG that you have to get a certain amount of, of uh, work, make a certain amount of money within a month for it to kick in and something. But this the strike definitely kicked them out or kicked them out of that because they uh, they were striking longer, especially the, the writers striking longer than uh, than that that minimum time requirement for the, the benefits to kick in uh, a lot. Like you have to, like within a three month or I forgot period. I forgot what it was. You have to make a certain amount of money. And obviously they weren't making any uh, money during the strike. So like nobody was getting their benefits. <laughs> at this. But I think I think uh, in this if I, I got to read uh, more of other articles, but I believe they worked around it. I, I'm hoping at least because that's an important thing you brought up uh, benefits. I hope that that people who uh, lost their benefits during the strike can get it back without that without that uh, rule being enforced. No, well, you weren't working for the past you know 90 days, so we don't have to pay. I, I hope they don't do that. To him. That would that would suck. Uh, before we go into the next topic, what's in the uh, chat about? the C. Uh, <laughs> Topaz. Uh, Topaz. Uh, was it Topaz uh, Campbell? Says Campbell. FAI, basically. Well, the first she one was that the actors should make a contract <laughs> that is universal. So if if any company buys their content, they have to get residual pay. That's uh, that's, that's what. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He's got a lot of comments. Also, <laughs> also. He is not a fan of AI. So they should have two all. contracts: one to protect their rights uh, to their content used by anyone, and one so they uh, get paid for actually making the show uh, for the, uh, from the company. 
I understand what you, uh, what you mean uh, by that, but usually, I, like I use the example of like um, when you own a house and you uh, hire a crew to paint inside the walls. You paint you paint one of the rooms, and if you five years later, if you if you uh, have a dinner or, or some kind of a party and take pictures and stuff, I mean that painter can't go five years later and go, hey, hey, that that was my work you're putting up on your social media with those and in that room. That was my paint. Like no. I paid you to paint that wall five years ago. I'm not gonna give you residuals from my Facebook post because I, I put it up on my social, like stuff like that. But that's kind of how, uh, how I look at it. But I, I, I do agree with, uh, with both sides' arguments to an extent, but that's what the, the producers are like. No, we paid you. That's pretty much what they're, what they're gonna say. I think I already uh, played that one to you all. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, Tobias Campbell is on it. I don't think AI should ever be used to uh, in creating shows because it makes humans obsolete. That's exactly what I was trying to tell Kevin. Like, why is he kissing up the Skynet? I'm What's not, up? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not saying use it for the entire thing. I'm just saying just like, like let's say if I write an entire screenplay and yeah. I want to use AI to just touch it up, like basically just get rid of some grammar errors, mm -hmm. I'm fine with that because at least then... Uh, no is going to want to read something that's grammatically incorrect to be like, was this guy a retard or an yeah. idiot? What's going on with this guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they, I'm sure they, uh, uh, uh grammarly that. At least using it to touch up, like as long as the story's there, then I think that's right. You know, so, but, uh, I, I do agree. Some things should be protected for quality, talent, originality, and progressive for many reasons. I, yeah. I do agree with that. Um, but I just think like with AI, it should just be used just fix some blemishes. Like I, I use AI, for a lot of the headshot photos I, I use, so I just use it to just touch it up. Not like obviously I do a lot more of the touch-ups and stuff on my own, but if there's something that I think AI can do better, I'll, I'll I'll let it do it because you know I want the person to like their photograph, you know. Yeah, I think uh, I feel like AI should be uh, looked down upon uh, when used in writing or any kind of entertainment because it hurts people more than it helps. They will rely on it, just like we do on our. Uh, like with calculators on our phones and stuff, you know, kids can't do basic math and, and stuff. Come on. Remember back in the day when you used to go to the grocery store and you used to read the back of the toothpaste? I'm like, which one is best for me? Now what do we do? What is the best toothpaste? You know, we, we rely too much on the Google, on the algorithm. I always like to use those two, like, you know, combination toothpaste, like, uh -huh. you know, one to brush and one to lighten or whatever. It's, I always like, that's the one I always get. You know, I haven't used it in a while though because I've you know, been living with my folks just trying to make sure I get my house ready. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. But, yeah, no. Um, uh, but, yeah, aside from that, no, I just, uh, I think with AI, it just depends on how people use it. If they use it throughout the run, be like, all right, write an episode where Ross and Rachel get back together for a couple of episodes. Yeah, just for, like, for, for fan fiction, like, kind of a thing? Yeah. Yeah. If they just, like, like, let's say, like, right now, like, all right, come up with an episode where they're drug dealers for the rookie, but uh, Nolan's brother is a part of it, and he has to save them do the writing yeah if that that's just lazy writing right there i, I would just rather I, I think they should come up with their own you know story and everything and if they just need to do some touch-ups in the grammar then yeah then that's it's fair game should be used for. yeah that's that's fair yeah that's fair game yeah if you like I it i love it thought about because you've been re-watching suits yeah which of course that but i heard that today that that <laughs> uh that they can't go backwards they won't be able to get that money from uh no, from that no, only uh, moving this is only moving it just, forward it's you know, Cause that show has been blowing up again. Yes. Yeah. So the guy that plays Mike okay. made a post saying that he's loved all the, the like the, you know, nostalgia and that he missed working with everyone. And he had a, a bunch of photos 
from back when he was on the show, behind the scenes photos, and he, I think maybe it was an Instagram post or something. So he posted the photos saying, you know, I miss working with and all the people that he worked with. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I saw it and was like, you know, that's sweet. And everybody was, you know, I didn't think anything about it personally. Well, I guess people reached out to him and all like, dude, you know, you're not allowed to post any of that because we're on strike. Oh, uh, yeah. So they, they, they so stabbed he quickly, him. He quickly had to, he was like, you know, apologies. I yeah. didn't think about that kind of a post. Yeah. All and right. Pulled all it right. down. All right, all right, I apologize. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. He's like, whoops. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought about it either because it's not like... Because he technically promoted it a... Like uh, a red carpet or, or yeah. a fan event. He was, think, was, he was thanking the people. Social media post, but yeah, yeah. Like, dude, you can't, you can't yeah. put those pictures and That's talk why about the show. I'm sure AI wouldn't have uh, made that mistake. Wow. All right, Skynet. Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the, uh, to the next time. What's the next time we got on, on display, babe? Uh, a video went viral on TikTok where a woman gives an engagement ring worth a Bitcoin what? back. Oh, snap. This was a clip of James Kennedy and Raquel Levis when they called off their engagement during Vanderpump Rules reunion. Yeah, this was, this was something that happened years ago, but for some reason it's like it's come back. It's blowing, up. blowing up again on TikTok, people. So I, I just, so I just thought the discussion was, um, was fascinating. So uh, the question is, in an, enga- in an engagement, if the uh, proposal to marriage and all that stuff happens, and you're, young, you know, you're planning a wedding, and then it, all of a sudden it doesn't work out, does she, is she obligated, he or she, whoever received the ring or the engagement ring, obligated to return it? This what you you had an opinion on this we talked about it a little bit before it it is definitely a depends situation Mm -hmm. because personally i wouldn't want the ring which i know you're like yeah but you could sell it i i mean i I get that that. but i definitely just to me it would depend Mm -hmm. if you were way into this engagement and put forth a lot of money and you feel like it was all your money that you put forth and he wasn't helping mm-hmm. and it ended, then I can see you'd be like, I'm not giving you the engagement ring back because I am going to cash it in <laughs> because I spent a lot of money that I can't get back and you didn't help with that. Um, mm. However, if it wasn't that case, you both put money in or you didn't even get that far. Mm-hmm. I mean, he spends a lot of, I hope, I'm assuming a lot of money on that. Like, Give him his ring back. Yeah. What about you, Kev? What's your opinion about give it back or keep it? What do you think? I think it just depends on one of two things. One, uh, is uh, is this the ring that the the gentleman slash um, uh, the person that's going to be the the woman's husband or future husband, uh, is that something that he bought or was it something that was given to him like a family heirloom? Oh, yeah. We talk about heirlooms too. If it's an heirloom, give it back. Yeah. Uh, No matter what the situation is. It's just... It's like for me, it's decency. Uh, yeah. If I was a girl and someone gave me their family heirloom and it didn't work, I or would, if I uh, give you a ring, uh, I would give. I would <laughs> give it back. It's, it sucks that it didn't work, but it just. I, I would rather, uh, like, if I was in, you know, like for me, I definitely would think that the the girl should return the ring, especially yeah. if it's um, a family heirloom, heirloom, something that's been passed on for generation and generation. Definitely heirlooms. I uh, 100% agree. Yeah. No matter what the I situation mean, you know, is. I so many scenarios there are plenty of couples that 
it's a it's joint money that paid for it. Mm -hmm. Like he may have picked it out and surprised her, but it came from a joint account. So it was her money as well. Yeah, I, I can mean, see that argument. I'm personally not a mean person. I'm one that would be like, I'm selling it, and I'll give you, like, I'll, whatever the proceeds are, I'm going to give you back some, too, because mm. it was both our money. I'm going to keep some, but I'm going to give you some. I mean, if you want to work it off, I got some ideas. But I'm not. <laughs> Start an only I'm not a vindictive. Petty person personally, so yeah, that's, I'm not that's, in it. That's what she wants you to believe. Angry and be like, no, screw you. It's mine now. All right. I, I agree. Not, I agree. It depends on the the, the circumstance. It, it depends on if if uh, especially if if the person who received the ring was the one who ends it. Definitely give it back. I'm like, if you oh. if you if, if you're like, I just don't want to be married anymore. Okay, I don't feel like it's the right. Then obviously in that situation, but you'd be surprised how many people are like, but well, I'll, I'll keep the ring as uh, if we're still together. Like, no, no. I mean, we've watched enough of uh, Charlotte Dobray and <laughs> her uh, on her YouTube channel stuff. about. But here's but the. I've seen that. I've seen the scenarios where I was way into planning these weddings, and some of it was like all being paid for by the bride because yeah. there was things that she wanted and she's the one who had the money or her family was paying for all of it. Yeah, she so brought her own ring? Totally. Well, no, she didn't buy the ring, but her her family and herself is the one who's paid for like the, the dresses or all, all the stuff and they couldn't get all that money back when, when they called right. off the engagement. So, yeah, I do understand you feeling very justified and i'm not giving you this ring back because yeah. i'm out a lot of money and you're not you're not giving me that back uh, well there's is, this is the clip where where this comes from i want to show you guys this uh this is off of i forgot what the source is but let's see if i can get it to play That's a Bitcoin. So I like, but did, I, it's just in this. I mean, these guys are, if I remember correctly, I don't. What are the names again? James, uh, James Kennedy and uh, Rick, these guys aren't hurting for money or anything uh, like that. But this was on reality TV. But but it's just the I was irked by the well, people, her, are, the, the other ladies in the background. Don't get don't don't get back. Are like, also scripted reality. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, but you can't tell me that in in, in a non-scripted <laughs> scenario that her friends wouldn't be surrounded or saying the same in a lot of situations. You don't have to don't don't like it's none of your. I was like it's none of your business. Why are you telling her what, uh, what if she's already decided for her? I'm going to give it back for whatever situation that, that they're in. But you have her friends hyping her up. I just didn't like it. Like, nah, girl, take it forever. You, you could, I don't know. You could just, I could feel it. I, like, am I wrong? Did, did you hear that? I'm going to quote a, a line from a scary movie. Those girls are as fake as press on nails mm -hmm. and in every sense of the word. Yeah. But uh, it's just like, I'm sorry. Uh, those girls are spoiled to the capital spoil. Okay? Yeah. It's just, if they're like that petty, it's just like, God, just go, you know, just shut the hell up. I mean, Again, it's, I, be, it's between is, him is it, and, and her, her. and for, that's, that's and for their, whatever reason, she business. now if there was a if there was a reason for for her to keep it and, and whatnot that I agree with, I, there there are that's scenarios like that. But it's not the friend's job to, to hype like to pipe up. 
I, always I, one or the other. You can't just say, yes, you always should or you always you should. Can, yeah, exactly. It definitely is. I need to know what's going Like, give me the... Give me all the yeah. facts. What's I can get, I can take here? advice from my friends, but in the moment, like just let let mind your business, stay out of it. Yeah, I will say the guy looks like a total d bag with that freaking pink jacket. I think and he, the, yeah. If I remember correctly, I think butt, he is. But <laughs> you, you can't trust a man with a butt chin and a pink jacket. What? What are you talking about? This guy looks. The only guy that can pull it off is John Travolta. That's the man who can have a butt chin and a pink jacket. Right He's there. probably like, I got ten of these rings at home, so yeah. Yeah. it's cool. And I got five. Yeah, on. just. The guy looks put it very back smug. with my collection. The guy looks very <laughs> smug. Oh, might have a heart of gold. But the way he said it, that's that's a Bitcoin. Yeah, that's yeah like, hence why I said it looks like a D-bag, especially <laughs> with the pink jacket, the little dime, the little you know uh, necklace thing around there, and the yeah. butt chin. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. He's a fashion icon right there. I wouldn't be caught dead wearing that outfit. <laughs> Oh, if, I, if that guy said that to some, you know, a lady friend of mine, I'd be like, my size 13 foot up your ass. Yeah. Both like they, your butt and your face. Like, that's a Bitcoin. Mm. Oh, Off to the strip club. <laughs> oh, that's going to be more than a Bitcoin, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Play soccer, man. That foot is going to be lodged up in there. Let's see what, uh, what the chat uh, has said. Uh, well, that's more AI. Uh, what do we got? Uh, Topless campus continue on. Yes, the, uh, they better give for a family heirloom. Yeah, <laughs> uh, agreed. And they should give it back. And if they don't want to, uh, they don't want it back. Throw it in a lake or give it away. Uh, get rid of the energy uh, attachment. I mean, sell it. Huh? <laughs> I actually makes something similar. Like uh, I, I was engaged at one point mm-hmm. and uh, at one point in my life. And um, basically I had, I think, uh, I can't remember if it was a ring or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what it was, but I just basically was in my apartment complex and I just took it off and I just threw it into the freaking uh, the water area with the little fountain and everything. Yeah. I, that's what I did. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, but sometimes sometimes you just got to, you know, just want to get get rid of that energy. Like, yeah, perfect way of putting it. Uh, well, it's been almost an hour. Yeah, we're hitting the hour mark. Let's uh, rush through the next one. I want to talk about what we got uh, coming up this is it tonight, I think, is premiering on mm-hmm. on, a, uh, on Amazon. Amazon. On Amazon, we got Jen. Uh oh, let me turn this off. Blocking the. Uh, yeah, get rid of, get, uh, get rid of the, Get right rid there. of. <laughs> <laughs> coming up on Amazon. Now, I've purposely, I'm, I'm excited for the boys' uh, spinoff Gen V, but I've purposely been staying away from like the trailers and things. Like that. I've seen a little bit of it, but I, know, I feel like I know it's going to be it's going to be good. I feel like it's going to crush. Uh, I'm, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if it's out tonight, I'll watch it right after this. But the uh, Gen V premiere is happening on Amazon. I think it's tonight. Are you excited about this, uh, Kevin? Or you, uh, obviously, you already gave it away. You're you're looking forward to this one. Um, you all caught up on the boys? I, I've seen all of the boys. Yeah, like for mm-hmm. me, I'm gonna have a very open mind with this show. Um, for me, be- for me. Dang it! I'm almost made it through without doing that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'll have an open mind with it. Mm-hmm. And the best part is now that I'm all caught up on personal projects as well as professional projects. And yeah. I have a little bit of time. I can probably do that this weekend, you know, if need be. So, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, babe, what do you think? We're all caught up on the boys. What I you? had no idea there was a spinoff. This. I mean, I knew they were going to make spinoffs. I didn't know there was one coming out today. I whisper it in your ear in bed every night. What are you talking about? 
But um, I love the voice, mm. and if it's anything written and as well oh, as yeah. that, All then the I'm yeah. Let's, no let's date, uh, yeah, date night tonight. We're gonna watch <laughs> it. Yeah. Cuddle up, little popcorn. Oh yeah, uh, what's it, uh, the 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 uh, leader of Vought? She's supposed to be a character in it. There's supposed to be some cameos in it, like A Train is supposed to be in it. I, I heard, and when, like I said, I've stayed I stayed out of it, but I'm super excited about it. I love I love the boys that 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 world that that play on if Superman, the Justice League, Batman, and them were corrupt. You know, they they were just about you know um, capitalism and all that. You know, all this. This raunchy, dirty stuff. I mean, DC isn't, and I know this isn't a DC comic-based thing, but it's it's obviously loosely based on like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, things like that. But this concept of that training system before you get up to the big league level of superhero for the for the company Vought, uh, it's fascinating. A, a school to train these up-and-coming uh, future uh, heroes, and and I'm assuming the, the plot was, um, I guess they figure out that Vought and the school and everything and the system isn't all uh roses and heroes like they they play it out to be they're, they're seeing what's really going on behind the scenes and now they got to take the, the system down i'm sure i think if i remember correctly that's like the, the plot did you know is that the is that, that's basically the plot like these these, these students I've, learn I've been as in the dark about the show as you are like mm -hmm. as i said i've been like i know um about gen v for a while even when i went to sydney comic-con mm -hmm. my badge had like the like the, the little um head missing from like a uh, Homelander mm. uh, thing, but uh, I'll give it a chance. I, I, I liked the voice for what it was, so yeah. I'll definitely give this one a chance. Uh, definitely has some big shoes to fill. Yeah. Well, Topaz is like, what is the voice? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are they? Is this the gaslight question? This no, no. Uh, she's she's literally like. Uh, I think she means that like genuinely. Um, the boys. Uh, is follows a group of, uh, I guess you would say they're vigilantes who try to gather as much information, but also take down superheroes who are corrupt and use their mm. powers uh, for personal uh, gain. And sometimes uh, innocent people are caught in the crossfire and yeah. are hurt because of them. So the boys try to take them down by any means necessary. necessary. Oh yeah, they they a group of a group of mostly like of human beings who are, who are tired of. Uh, of the the lies that the the, the government and the uh, the cover-ups cover that, that this company Vought uh, dis uh, put uh, displays on screens and all the social media that these superheroes are 100% the good guys. They they're trying to expose the truth that these heroes are are liars and killers and and all that and uh, and that that's what the boys is pretty much about. Just trying to to take down that uh, that organization of, of murderers that are lying to our faces and saying that these false idols are are, re are real champions and real heroes that are trying to expose them for the evil corrupt bastards that they that they are and the group of boys that the, uh, that that's a that's a fun group man uh, what's that what's that whether their name mother's milk uh, what's Let's see, there's Billy, Billy Butcher, Butcher. Uh, yeah there's uh, Huey uh, there's um, I can't remember the Asian girl's name. She's the quiet one. Uh, Kimiko. Kimiko. Yeah, there. Mm -hmm. uh, can't remember the, Fren uh, the French. 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 Yeah, is it Frenchy? Yeah, Frenchie and Mother's Milk. Yeah. Frenchie and Mother's Milk. Yeah, yeah. Just just based on the names alone, you know, it's a it's a, it's a group of good guys. They're mostly man-made. There's only a few uh, oh, that are yeah. natural. Yeah. They're mostly man-made because you can take that V compound. V. Compound. Yeah, exactly. And people were giving it to their. Their kids, and children, because they wanted them to be powerful. Pretend like they were you don't born know with what those powers. Power you're gonna get. 
Yeah. And you can get shit powers. And there's and just a large <laughs> part of the population. I mean, like, there's tons of them just walking around that are just not famous. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. This, it's all about fame. With these heroes, it's, it's really about fame. It's like, uh, imagine imagine the Justice League mixed with uh, 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 Taylor Swift's Swifty Beehive kind of it's craze. Like, it's like the social popul- media. Uh, popularity. It's, like, it's a middle, uh, commentary on social media. The media, media how we are as a society. Yeah. Whatnot. So that's, I think, something else that's... Uh, out there yeah. celebrity worshiping all that stuff yeah it's a good yeah take yeah raging against the machine kind of a show um yeah but i'm looking forward to this gen v is a spinoff of, of the boys uh boys is based on a comic book called uh, the boys very adult uh themed uh stuff very when you have so, <laughs> so many orgies so many orgies and very very gore bloody and gore. like it's not a it's not for kids. It's let's put it that way. If you kids. if you bring your kid to watch that show, particularly the uh, hero gasm episode of the boys, hero gasm was awesome. That 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 child gonna be scarred for life. I yeah. Mean, you you. <laughs> why did he it's go inside that man's pee pee? An entire body just explode. In how'd they get the camera in the toilet? Yeah, <laughs> that's not a toilet. The uh, the uh, the superpowered uh, woman that accidentally crushed a man's uh, head while he was uh, providing a service. Let's just put it like that. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I, no I Milo? Unfortunately, yeah. I know what episode you're talking yeah. about. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on uh, to a game that I wanted to play. This is something that I was, I've been looking forward uh, to talking about. I've been trying to figure out why my topics are all messing up here. Is this thing not working anymore? There we go. It's something I discovered on online that I'm 100% all about. Hashtag explain a film plot badly. So this is something that's all like very popular on Twitter and Instagram. People take these uh, movie plots or these uh, pictures of movies and they give these really bad um, uh, explanations of the movie. And I've, I'm going to play a game to see if you guys can figure out what movie we're talking about. So we're going to play a brand new game called explain a film plot badly. What? Name that film is pretty much what we're going to do uh, right here. So starting with the first one here, let's, where's number one at? I missed, uh, there we go. Here we go. All right. Tony Stark's, uh, Sergeant Stark creates the Iron Legion to fight Poison Ivy. Tony Stark creates the Iron Legion to fight against Poison Ivy. Who wants to take a guess at it? Anybody got any guess? Maybe. This could be anything. Uh, I'm going to take a stab at it. Say, uh, probably, not. I'm going to say, uh, let's see. I'm going to say Batman and Robin. All right. Good one. Okay. What do you think? Uh, what do you, what do you think? Stab at a dart. We're pressed for time. And you guys, if you guys have any of your own uh, bad plot uh, explanations, uh, send them in the comment section and see if we can figure one out. I have no idea. All right. Giving up? All right. This, here's, okay. Here it is. Oh. <laughs> the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> I should have known. Tony Stark creates the Iron Legion to fight Poison Ivy. Yeah, see? Now we kind of understand how the game goes. All right. Moving on to the next one. Here we go. Noseless guy has an unhealthy obsession with a teenage boy. Uh, babe, I'll start oh, with you. What you Harry get? Potter. That's your guess? 
You that's sure about actually, that? That actually sounds correct, yeah. That's your guess? Are you sure about that? That's what I'm going I'm, with. It sounds about right. Because it's, I forget that character's name. Voldemort, he who shall not be named. Okay, that's the guess you're going to stick with. I mean, oh man, the, the lower third is not changing. Let me see if I can fix that. There we go. All right, let's see if you're correct. And boo! Knows this guy has an unhealthy obsession with a teenage boy. You know, sounded a little sketchy there, but uh, it turns out to just be uh, Harry Potter. Oh, I gave it away. My bad. Two women willing to kill over a pair of shoes. Damn it. I can't believe I accidentally gave that one away. All right. My bad. All right. Let's move on uh, to the next one. Let me see. Oh, I see what happened. Did the. Let me see if I. No, no, okay. Knows this guy. Two women fight. Oh, I'm missing something. Oh, man. I'm going to have to read this one out. Let's see if I can. I can't. I can't look at this one. What I, okay, I think I remember what it was. It was, uh, I can't remember what the, ah, never mind, I'll just skip it. I'm not supposed to talk about it. Who wants to guess? Fight Club. That's your final answer? Yep. You probably, because you probably saw the low. The, no, the come there. on, you're not supposed to talk about it. That's a classic line. All Everyone right. knows that. I got one that nobody's going get, to uh, get. I'm going to start with you, babe. Here we go. Bully kid with birth defect proves people are only nice to you when they need something. Come here. I think y'all are tied with these points. All right? I think you, I think. Bully kid. Bully kid with birth defect proves people are only nice when they need something. Mm, no idea. Stab in the dark. Could oh, be no. anything. Uh, You're going to be mad when I pull it up. You're giving up? In three, two, yeah, one. I, I give. <laughs> God damn it. That's a good explanation for it, though, right? I'm like, I thought that one cracked me up. Uh, I thought the Fight Club one was, was the uh, most uh, on, uh, spot on one. But uh, uh, Topaz had uh, Iron Man. Like, <laughs> I was gonna guess that, but I'm like, I don't know. Uh. Right? It was too. It was too obvious. Yeah. Uh, only when people need. Uh, uh, oh, what she says. Topaz also continues. Uh, oh, so they are an agency who are like cops or FBI for superheroes. Yeah, yeah. For um, well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, there for the is. An they're unsanctioned. Yeah. Unsanctioned yeah. is the right word. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, they're authorized by. I yeah. mean, there is We're the talking about the boys. Yeah. F cop FBI unit that is hunting down the bad ones, but they're not doing a very good job. So of course yeah. the unsanctioned ones are doing it. Are the ones getting it done? Yes. Yeah. Taking down the corruption. <laughs> any, by any means necessary. By any means necessary. <laughs> moving on to the last topic before we uh, we call it. Uh, now, if I can get these buttons to work, I don't know what's going on with my uh, with the lower uh, third, but I wanted to talk about. It's Throwback Thursday time I again. I love this movie. I love this movie. So today we're talking about 1996 Oscar winner, in my heart and mind, Freeway, starring <laughs> Kiefer, uh, was it Kiefer Sutherland yeah, and yeah, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, also, oh, I think it's not animated. Let me see if, uh, if I did something wrong here. Is it animated? Yeah, it's looping. We have the movie, the movie Freeway. This is for thir- uh, Throwback Thursday. There we go. Where is the... Uh, or is it? There we go. Let me see if I can find it. There we go. Freeway. 
Reese Witherspoon, Keeper Sutherland. I think this is one of the first, no, this isn't the first uh, Keeper Sutherland movie I saw. I think my first Keeper Sutherland movie was uh, the one where they killed themselves and brought themselves back to life. Flatline. Flatline. Flatliners. Flatliners, yeah. You didn't see yeah. The Lost Boys before that? Oh, yeah, Lost Boys, yeah. All right, don't stop, don't do that. Don't do that <laughs> in front of the audience like that. Like, Stand by me. Yeah. <laughs> When you keep something up, upside down, you're dead. <laughs> but uh, but this is one of my uh, my favorite movies from the night. Like like I guess we call it a B uh, grade A B movie, man. Uh, Joy, I've been trying to get her to watch this one. She hasn't watched it yet. But Keith, you you have seen this one a million years ago. Okay, I thought oh that was Tabitha who yeah, hadn't seen Tabitha it. Tabitha who hadn't seen it. it. All right, so we all uh, in uh, in the mix on this one. Ke- uh, Kev, what do you remember from this movie? Uh, I definitely remember um, it was. The only reason I watched it because uh, the, uh, the guy that did the, the score for it, uh, Danny Elfman, did it. So I'm like, okay, if he did it, I want to watch it mm-hmm. see what it's about. Um, but definitely uh, follows loosely off the Little Red Riding Hood story. Big Bad Wolf. But mm-hmm. in a very modern, much more twisted way. Uh, Red Riding Hood being Reese Witherspoon and the Big Bad Wolf being Keith, uh, Keith or, is it Keeper or Keeper? Keeper, 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 Keeper Sutherland. Sutherland. Red, Red being from the hood. Exactly. Ah, right. You see what they did there? Ah, I just figured that out, by the way. Yeah, no, but it, <laughs> I, I think it definitely was a commentary on a lot of uh, how what women go through, especially in uh, the women's prison system yeah. back then, and how uh, you know people back in the day, like a guy like that, you know, like nowadays, if if she was to you know say, hey, he, he did this and that, they would have investigated more. Exactly. Yeah. Nowadays, be like, he's a prominent <clears throat> white man. You're a tra- trailer trash girl. Back to jail with you. Ah. Yeah, yeah. They they didn't listen to her uh, at all because of her, yeah. of her history and it, the way the movie was set up. It looked like this, um, this, uh, uh, this good man of society was attacked by this this girl from the the hood, and uh, it turns out that Keeper Sutherland was in fact uh, a big bad wolf uh, type of character. I won't give away what he was in in the end, but uh, one of the one of the uh, but Reese Witherspoon's is definitely the hero a a anti-hero uh really because mm-hmm. she's she really has to uh she really goes through it like in the where, where she was raised who raised her mom was uh i think there was a scene in that movie where the mom was on the street uh uh prostituting was she I, it's been a while since i saw this movie it's but i do remember seeing yeah. it um but yeah no it's definitely a giant callback and yeah. the movie's gonna be like 30 years old in like less than three years the she beat the crap out of him i remember when she went to jail <laughs> And that's where we meet uh, Brittany Murphy's character. She had that scar on her face. She was schizophrenic. And um, she starts making out with Reese Witherspoon. And Reese was like, uh, like, all right, you can, uh, I'll, let you, uh, I'll let you go down on me a little bit, but that's it, because I'm straight. Like, <laughs> like the one of this, this movie has so many crazy, crazy lines. And, uh, and when that courtroom scene, when after she attacked Kiefer Sutherland and made fun of him in the in the uh, in the court, do you remember that uh, that one day? Like I do remember. She yeah, she was making fun of him because he she she shot she shot him so he many was, times it, it disfigured like a, him, and it made him look like a big talk, bad wolf kind of thing. Well yeah. Definitely was not looking human after that. Yeah, but and uh, kudos to the makeup department for making him. Oh look, yeah, that that makeup just was the way was, he did, and in the end, what was it? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, well, what did Reese uh, Witherspoon say when the judge told her to shut up? She was like, "It's like uh, fuck all y'all." And then looked at Kiefer, "You too, chipmunk face." <laughs> Telling Oscar caliber writing, man. I love this. Uh, <laughs> this, movie, this movie stuck with me, man. I, I I love this movie, and and there's a 
like I said, the big bad, uh, the big bad wolf theme uh, behind it, because uh, what Keith, what Keith would do to women in this movie was was horrible, and um, when it came to they they even did the whole grandma thing. You remember that how they went to grandma's house she went to visit she wanted to move away uh, get away from her mom who was abusive and move in with her grandmother and when she got to grandma's house um let's say keith let's say let's just say keith got there first and uh so you killed my grandmother what he said what he said oh that's not all i did to grandma i was like oh my god <laughs> that was that movie was was awesome i thought i thought it was it it, it surprised me i i i'd never imagined that Reese Witherspoon and all those other actors uh, in it, like Brittany Murphy with, there was so many uh, actors out there from that movie that, that went on to have uh, great careers. I thought I would be one of those situations where we'd never see these pe uh, people again. But Reese Witherspoon is damn near a billionaire today. Mm -hmm. And uh, she never really talks about this movie that much. I've never seen her uh, go, throw back to it, her or uh, Kiefer. This is a classic, man. I mean, Kiefer's, he's also a Nepo baby. So, I mean, he's been in all kinds of stuff. I don't know about recently, but he's been in all kinds of stuff yeah. over the years. What about for any other, uh, I mean, any other thing that stands out? I mean, we don't know what Brittany Murphy would have done, but I think she would have been big. She was awesome. She was already movie. doing things. Well, her performance in, in, uh, oh, her performance in this reminded me of that other movie that she did where there was like a murder mystery and she was suffering from mental issues. I remember that commercial, like, I'll never tell or something. That's all I remember from the trailer. Like they were trying to solve, a, a it was like a murder mystery and they were trying to see if she was the one who did it, but if she was actually the victim. And uh, it, was, it was one of her earlier uh, movies from the, uh, from the, the 90s. I know, I know the recent, most recent Britney Murphy movie I've seen lately was the Sin City film. Uh, oh yeah, she was great in that. She only filmed for like a day for all of her scenes, just for one day, and that's just like Jesus Christ, that's impressive. Yeah, who knows what what she did? But still, it just I just was you know just for me I was just like it popped up on my YouTube channel a couple times. I'm like you know what I want to watch it, and I watched mm -hmm. it, and I'm like dude, God, so good, you know. But uh, anything else uh, from uh, who else was also in this movie? Um, Brooke uh, Shields. Brooke Shields. Yeah, the, the played, wife. She played the wife, and when she found out, I think she uh, killed herself. Yeah. yeah she Spoiler. Was a, yeah, no. Um, Bokeem Bo Wood, Woodburn or Woodbine? Or I had something. the uh, the cast Bo up. something. He's, uh, he was the uh, African actor that um, was... He, his most recent movie I know was uh, Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife where he played the Kumastiche, uh, uh, the sheriff of, that, of, the, of the small town. He's like... And he's basically arresting the kids like, all right, kid, who are you going to call? Oh, I remember that scene. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he was yeah, in yeah. that movie, I think, as uh, Reese Witherspoon's uh, boyfriend. Hang on, go. go the yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. There, no, uh, no that's, that's that's the other detective. Um, I know who you're talking about because he he had a small role. Yeah, there you go. Wood, uh, Woodbine. Yeah, yeah Chopper. He played. Yeah, he played Chopper. And he, uh, I remember when the how the when the cops were when they were investigating the crime that that she was involved in, how they didn't like you said they didn't believe her. They weren't they weren't supporting her at all. And when the black detective realized that, because, okay, let me be honest with you, Reese Witherspoon's uh, in, in holding, when she uh, knew that the system was throwing her away because she thought she did a good thing, got rid of the big bad wolf, but they were throwing her in jail and punishing her, so she just didn't give a damn anymore. So 
she told the cops her story they didn't believe it they threw her in prison but when the black cop realized that <laughs> that she uh when the black cop realized that she had a black boyfriend for some reason that was the thing that broke the case because she said something pretty racist to him and uh and all and all that so i think oh she no, she called him the n-word and uh and when her they just thought that she was just being a b uh and just and acting up but when the black detective was like she's a what is that she's a cold burner like what's that mean it means her boyfriend's black i mean, I, I i have never even heard of that uh but for some reason, that was the thing that broke the case uh, wide open. And you, then he realized that maybe she was, if, if, if she was just calling me the N-word out of, out of anger and frustration. So let me go off and solve this case. I don't know, I don't know too many cops that would have done that, but <laughs> I always thought that was a weird moment of the movie. Maybe she didn't mean it when she called me the N-word. <laughs> I was like, because her boyfriend's black. I was like, okay, that's great detective work. But hey, I mean... The- the movie you were thinking about for Brittany Murphy was Don't Say a Word. Don't Say a Word. With, I'll uh, never tell. Michael Douglas. Yeah. But we, uh, that, but the, the, the classic of, of uh, Freeway and the sequel. I recommend the sequel. I won't, I won't do a throwback Thursday on the, uh, on the sequel. But uh, Reese Witherspoon's, what is it? Reese Witherspoon's Freeway. Here we go. Keeper Sutherland and uh, Reese Witherspoon is a fun, uh, fun ride. I had a good time with it. I thought it was, uh, it was the theme around the Little Red Riding Hood thing was, and the twist of for serial killers for the uh, for the Big Bad Wolf was 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 spot on. It was it was a good touch uh, to it. Um, like I said, it's not the not one of those, not a not a great movie. I was just joking, but I would say it was a, it's a grade A, my, what I call a grade A B movie for. For B movies, it was I give this one an A. I, I, I had a good time with it, so I recommend it. Go check it out. That's my recommendation for um, for Throwback Thursday. Now, before we uh, call it, because we're at the end of it, we're already past the hour. I already went over. I wanted to real quick go into. That's not what I need to do. I need to go here. I on the we got your mail portion of the show. We already we're already caught up in the chat. But I want to just make sure before we leave, if I'm not missing out on. I think anybody's on too. That the 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 members. Are, well, I just yeah. want to double check. Just in, just in case. Yeah, I don't think that they're there. Because I didn't see um, what Peter even in the chat today. Yeah, he would have known. Yeah, he normally would have told us if he was there. So just in case. Because we're all caught up with, uh, with the chats. I have no other uh, chats in there, but I just want to see if there was anybody waiting. Nope, there is not. So, no, that's it. I'll, uh, no, there's nobody in there. So, yeah, I was going to throw it to our channel members who uh, might have been watching lives lately. And I'm, and I'm not surprised. I, I think when the, the school year started and stuff like that, I noticed that the channel members who used to uh, be here at the end of the show or during well, it, the show. It hurt that we had COVID and missed out on, what, two weeks worth of yeah. So it kind of yeah, kind of interrupted it. interrupted some things, I'll yeah. Definitely do it. But yeah, so uh, usually at around this time of the show, I'll I'll throw it to our channel members to to call in live. But there's nobody uh, in there uh, right now. But that's that's fine. I appreciate you guys uh, anyway, uh, guys. That's it for this episode of the rundown. I just want to, like I said, give my top ten for uh, songs that I like from my favorite uh, uh, rapper Crazy Bone. We talked about. Um, we talked uh, about the the strike we talked about uh gen v i had a good time uh with it i want to thank our guest today for coming back to the studio blessing us with his uh, presence 
Kevin, the director, my second favorite Kevin director. No, man, <laughs> he, he already knows who, who my favorite is. He's, he's working on hitting that number one. People want to find you online. Where can they find you, bro? Just look up at Kevin, the director. Already got Colossal in Texas part two out and about and hoping next week to release San Japan. And if anyone's in San Antonio next weekend, I will be filming at Big Texas Comic Con. That's Big Texas Comic Con. That's what I call myself in the shower. <laughs> and maybe people want to find you online where can they do so uh, my tiktok is viola fagan and my instagram is scrub hats and more by joy and you guys you know me you can always reach out to me at chris w fagan on all the socials or at t3 t3 media studios and uh hit me up uh, let me know what you guys are thinking anything you guys suggest that we could talk about on the show i uh, want to uh, thank our uh our one and only uh viewer who's keeping us Entertained into the in the chats, uh, Miss is it Tope, uh, Topaz, Topaz Campbell. Campbell. Thanks a lot as uh, always. I appreciate you guys. And until next time, guys, have a good one. Be safe out there, and I'll see you guys next week. Hey guys, thanks for watching this video. I really do appreciate it. Hit the subscribe button, like, and comment your thoughts on this topic or any topics that you think that we should talk about in upcoming videos. Also, you can follow us at T3 Media's on Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. And we also have a T3 Media Studios podcast where we post our movie reviews and episodes of The Rundown. Till next time, guys.